afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Mike Siegel. And I'm Kyle Dodson. And joining us today as our guest, it's been way too long for this gentleman. Is dead weight. (laughs) (laughs) From the Mental Illness Happy Hour podcast, we have Paul Gilmartin. Paul. Patrick. How are you doing? I'm good. This is good. It's been too long. Uh, this is our wait to come do this show. This is episode 201. That's outrageous. So you will be back at 402. <laughs> and it will probably be too soon. What's funny in, we, in fairness to Paul, it is five, 10 minutes from his house. So that's he had a true. Trouble it's getting a, here. a little difficult getting here. <laughs> we, we all play poker uh, once a month on a Thursday game, and everyone at the table has been on the show except you. I mean, even Chip. <laughs> we figured who out a way, who hasn't listened to music. A guy in, who doesn't really years. listen to that much music. Yeah. We figured out a way to to wedge him into the show. So, so uh, what was the deal? F- why you haven't been here? Yeah, we've been waiting for you to, for you to get uh, for you to get good <laughs> or mentally ready, <laughs> mentally, mentally ready. prepared. <laughs> um, I'm excited about the topic. Have you ever? Have you? And I've called it the the episode today is called the Mental Illness Music Hour. I love it. Because we're going to play songs today that uh, d- deal with uh, mental illness or, you know, I don't like, I know it's derogatory if I, if I say, if I call it crazy songs. I don't think so. We're going to play fucking crazy songs about these people that are <laughs> out of their mind. I use the word crazy a lot. Uh, how do crazy people feel about this word crazy? Uh, I think it depends on the, the, the way it's being used. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's being give me used, an example of a negative way. If it, if it's being used as uh, just completely dismissing that person's uh, <laughs> a struggle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, a, you're just crazy. Way, yeah, in a way that where there isn't kind of a comedic vibe mm-hmm. to what's being talked about. Okay, cool. I get it. Yeah. My doctor called me cray-cray. Is that weird? Is that professional? <laughs> my first psychiatrist rolled her eyes at me when I, when I told her about all the things that were going on in my head. Like, oh, Jesus, look at this one. <laughs> now, did you get a new, did you get a new person yes, in after I that? I did. That, that can't be. That's well, every good. time she would recommend something, she would go, well, maybe we'll put you on Lamictal? <laughs> like, like a question like mark? Like running it by me. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't like this woman. Uh, now, Paul, your podcast, your podcast is wildly successful. Um, it's highly rated. I like it. But I mean, it's... Yeah. it's people I'm so really, uncomfortable with compliments. Well, I, I, well, yeah. But it's true. A lot of people listen to it. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a difference between like, uh, you know, a, a podcast that has a, a, a huge audience like yours and, 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 Mike's, and this one. Mike's podcast. <laughs> I was going to go, you're yeah, See, no, I, you took me down. I, I was going to take yeah. us all down. But thank you, though. You're in. This the, is, I'm right. I think I'm right in the middle somewhere. You guys are in the iTunes category, wasted effort, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we are. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I have great songs. How many songs did you bring today? I brought, I think, eight, maybe nine. Okay. Uh, Perfect. And how many did you bring? I brought in uh, 15, but only because... You thought we were going to have crossover. Mike always thinks we're going to have crossover. Well, I'd rather bring in more than less. We rarely do. I can edit. I can edit. I tried to avoid the obvious ones. Okay. Okay, don't say it, because maybe we didn't. Maybe we have all those obvious ones. Oh, I'm Johnny Obvious. That's that's my (laughs) handle here. (laughs) Well, before we start, um, before we start, first of all, I want to thank a couple people that have uh, donated to the podcast. 
Um, again, if you donate twenty dollars or more, uh, you're going to get a copy of the Live at the Rock Solid Studio CD. That includes all the live musical performances that have been done here in studio, plus some unheard uh, banter, uh, some pre-show banter that I recorded without letting any of my uh, co-hosts or guests know, and that's on there too. And this is stuff that's never going to be heard on the show. You're only going to hear this if you donate twenty dollars or more. And we got some. Donations in this past week from uh, Joseph Williams, Dana McKissick, Lance Dundee. He he went deep with a big donation. Uh, Joshua Tabak, Frank Beernut, second time with a big donation from Frank. Frank Scott Boland, Joe Van Overberg, uh, Simon Fathers, another big donation. Thank you, uh, Simon. That's awesome. Uh, Patrick Enright, Paul Peckley, Scott Phillips, and Peter Spencer. These guys, people have all donated to the show, and I appreciate it. Uh, it just helps, you know, with you know little. You know, like I, I give a lot of stuff away, and a lot of times I buy that stuff and have the artist sign it. So I mean, any little bit just—I'm uh, not—I'm not, I'm not uh, paying the rent or the mortgage with the money you guys are sending, and I'm, I'm cycling it back into the show. But I thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks. So, um, and for the rest of you, pick it up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> chop chop. <laughs> um, so before we start, Paul, we do a thing here called first listen, and what we do is uh, I, I, I get a CD. I got a, I got this CD in the mail. Because I write uh, music reviews for a, a website called uh, Pop Culture Beast. So sometimes I'll just get a CD in the mail that I didn't ask for, and I don't know what it is, and I've never heard the band. So what we do is I'm gonna, I'll pass this around, and you guys will pick a song off the back, and then Kyle will play that song. We'll listen to it for about 30 seconds, and then we'll, uh, then we'll review these, uh, this band's life's work. <laughs> in about three <laughs> seconds But this is a band called The Fall Oh, I know them Yeah, and they, this is their 31st album Wow, they're 31st from, they're, from, uh, they're from Manchester, England And apparently they're one of the most uh, prolific post-punk bands uh, to come out of well, England Yeah, and, they've been around since the 80s, I know for yeah, sure Yeah, I think they've been around since the 70s Really? That long? Yeah, let's see, uh, let's click on their disc Well, the first album came out in 79 Actually, oh, two Jesus. albums in 79 so they were with all the uh, like Joy Division and all those guys. Yeah, and Happy Mondays, and they've literally been jerking off as long as I have. <laughs> <laughs> this album is called Sublingual Tablet. It's a horrible cover, by the way. Yeah, look at the back. It's okay. got oh, Paul, that's perfect for you. That's perfect for you. I like it. Every font. What is available. this one pill, Paul? Is this? What did you say? Was <laughs> what was the one she was going to put you on? Lexapro? What was it? Uh, Lamictal. Is this Lamictal? <laughs> so, Paul, I'm going to give this to you. You just uh, look at a song title okay. and, and on the back, and uh, Kyle will play it, and then we'll, uh, we'll each pick one, and we'll judge it. Okay. We'll get a feel for this. That's the front, Paul. <laughs> Could you pull this, play this song called The Fall? <laughs> Let's go. Am I supposed to pick one? Yeah. Well, let's start with the first uh, the first track. That's a good idea. The What's first, the first track called? I find the first cut to be the deepest. What's it called? Uh, <laughs> Venice with the Girls. Two 
I think the singer sounded medicated himself. I know. What'd you think of that? I like the music. Yeah, the the, the lyrics kind of lost yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if all the songs are going to have that uh, sound quality of the vocal. Well, I got one here, which is actually really fitting for the uh, topic today. Oh, it's let's called hear it. Dedication, Not Medication. Oh, okay. Let's hear Dedication, Not Medication. this for four minutes yeah i don't know that'd be great you can move it up no let's wait let's the see. cd's actually skipping <laughs> some bass work there yeah i like it so far they got a good rhythm section in this band mm-hmm. 31 years they finally getting it right still looking for a graphic artist <laughs> yeah i've seen worse covers than that this might okay. be an instrumental. Jump move it ahead. Up, move it up. Let's see. Here's some vocal. This might be an instrumental. This is the medication part. How long is this song, Kyle? Almost five minutes. Early, worldly, how can you prescribe? <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. What else we got? All right, Kyle. I didn't like that one. I like the music. I didn't like the vocal. What was their hit? I'm trying to remember what was their big hit. Boy, I, don't, I can look. I can try to find it. I can try to find out. I remember playing. You're, these now guys. you're not. You're not. Can, you're not can, uh, confusing them with the call. No, no, no. Okay. I remember playing these guys in like college. College radio. At the yeah, college radio. Did you type these in yourself, or did it come up automatically? It came up automatically. Are they all because, jazzed around? No, because number ten is on the on the CDs called Fibra Book Troll. Okay. Fiber. That's fiber, how they spell yeah. fiber in the uh, okay. UK. In the UK. And here it's called <laughs> Facebook Troll. Well, someone's playing a joke. Oh. Are they? All right, so is that the one you're going to play? No, I'm going to play Quit iPhone. Quit iPhone. Quit iPhone, okay. Singer's definitely making strong choices. <laughs> um, there's a ghost in my house. That uh, that day, that was went up to number thirty. Is that the song you're thinking of? Mm, no. Kicker conspiracy. Maybe maybe I don't know them. Maybe you don't know them. Okay, let me pick one. So far, well, thumbs up or thumbs down? So far. Oh, well, let's wait. We'll hear one more. Um, let's do. Uh, Let's do number eight, which is called Pledge. Let's see what that's like. It's about a wood polishing product. <laughs> Paul, you're an expert. What drug is that? What, what is he on? <laughs> What's funny is like part of it always says somewhere there's someone, this is their favorite band. Yeah. The Fall is their favorite band. They can't believe that we have this CD prior to the release and they don't. All right. I'm done with it. Thumbs down from me, (laughs) Paul. I give him a thumbs up for originality, but it's just not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea either. Kyle. I thought the instrumentals were good on that first one, but then after that, everything just went downhill. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel too. 
Uh, so anyway, if you want this CD, though, it can be yours. Just uh, after send, that rave review, after that rave review, there's still going to be someone out there that wants free stuff. So send me an email uh, to uh, rocksolidpodcast at gmail dot com. In the email, just say I want that fall CD, and uh, please include your mailing address. And the first one that that sends me that email gets this uh, piece of crap. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's get to the topic at hand. The topic today is the Mental Illness Music Hour. I will tell you that the artwork today was done by Glenn K. Amo, who did a great... Did you see the artwork? Did yeah, I he did you? the fall the cover. <laughs> <laughs> I like this topic, too, because not only Paul knows the subject, but also he's a uh, musician. Plays guitar. Paul is a musician. That was one of the, when we were thinking about having Paul on here, that was one of the ideas I had. I thought maybe, because uh, I know uh, Mike Siegel has an acoustic guitar that he never touches. It and sits I, on the wall, looks I, pretty. I have an acoustic guitar <laughs> that I got 11 years ago for my mm-hmm. 40th birthday that I've only, that I don't know how to, I just, I'll pick it up and strum it like a jackass, but right. I don't know how to play anything. And I, I thought, realized quickly it takes practice and yeah. effort and, and discipline, and, 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 and I don't, and maybe, I don't have time for maybe that. Maybe a little bit of natural ability, maybe, too. Yeah, I can't. So yeah. something we don't have any of that. None but of I it. thought maybe None Paul would come on with his acoustic and maybe we would call it uh, guitar lessons with Paul Gilmartin <laughs> and he would try to teach us. And then we would play songs with our favorite guitar solos. Oh, maybe we'll still do that. Maybe yeah. we'll do that yeah. next time. Maybe 402. Uh, yeah, 402 we'll episodes <laughs> later, Paul will come back. <laughs> I have but, snippets of uh, my, my music on a website. Oh, you do? If you ever want to listen to it. Okay, yeah. well, where were music? Paul hyphen Gilmartin. Uh, dot squarespace.com and this is music that you've written written and recorded this yeah. sounds like it's like a top secret website that no one knows about <laughs> like even if you, yeah, if you i've never heard you plug this no if you passed yeah. away no one would even ever know about this <laughs> i've mentioned it on my podcast because i've done ads for squarespace oh, so this is music for crazy people <laughs> <laughs> some of it is uh we're uh, gonna hear some of it kyle you're gonna find it and play us a snippet right yeah play the first play the first one we'll play whatever we want <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's all instrumental because I can't sing to save my fucking life. Well, yeah, neither, 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 the guy from the fall, fall either. Yeah. either. Yeah, let's hear. What's this called? Not alone anymore. Okay. Uh, is that the first one? That's what it says. What's the second one? Mr. Kale. Let's play play that one. Mr. Kale, like the yeah. the like K A L E. No, C A L E. Oh, it's not. I'm like... a fan of J J Kale. J J Kale. Oh, okay. Not a fan of roughage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, are those two guitars overdubbed? Yeah. And you're playing both of them? Mm-hmm. What if you said, no, that's just J.J. Kale. I just yeah. like that, and I, I put that on my website. <laughs> no, this is just snippets of music that I like. I, I have nothing to do with creating it. <laughs> have you that's, tried writing lyrics? I have, I, that no. seems so hard to me. I, it is. I, I respect anybody who can do it. Really? Look, yeah. at, look at the Cars lyrics. Flip Fandango Phony. You can write anything <laughs> down as long as you can put some music behind it. Uh, that was really good, Paul. Thanks. How long did it take you to lay that down that track? Uh, I don't know, maybe an hour or so. Studio two times expensive, expensive <laughs> studio time, Paul. Are you like John Bon Jovi? Did you go over the studio and you work as a janitor during the day, and then at night you sneak in there did and he lay do down that? and lay down the tracks? Yeah, yeah, but it was my own house, which was weird. <laughs> 
Well, you got to keep a clean house. I never heard that story about Bon Jovi. Yeah, his uh, his um, his uncle Tony Bongiovi, which yeah. is the real mm-hmm. name, uh, said, "Hey, we we we're hiring down at the studio," and he thought job down at the studio and he walked in and his uncle handed him a broom and was he also a horrible janitor (laughs) (laughs) i so disagree that guy can still come around and and pack that staple center buddy and then he cleans up afterwards he sings he sings a nice cliched anthem about america thank you and people still enjoy it probably i bet a lot of those fans are probably Republicans. But he's a super nice guy, I'm sure. No, i heard he's not isn't he i heard he's an egomaniac very goodwill hunting that story yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. How do you like them apples, Paul? I literally do not like a single Bon Jovi song. I, I never got it. into Bon Jovi. Either. I know. I, I love them, but I, 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 but I, but I understand why. Yeah. Why? Also, I want to say something. Paul, Paul is. Paul thinks in Paul's head for some reason he thinks that the only music I listen to on a loop is Styx, Ario Speedwagon, and Kiss. <laughs> Literally, that's the only music that Paul thinks I, I like. I know that you like other bands, and bands even that I like. As I well. love the, we both love The Fall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get into some, uh, some mental, uh, mental music. Paul, you are the guest, so we're going to let you go first. So, do you, uh, you have a, And did you, do you have a time that you want these queued up to? Yes, Kyle has those times. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, Good. Them. Paul came prepared. Okay. Kyle, who never comes prepared? Murray. Okay. <laughs> doesn't, yeah, doesn't April also go, just drop it anywhere? Yeah. Well, she does, but she also has 100 songs on her list. Right, that's true. Dude, I couldn't come up with any. <laughs> I only found 100. I only found 100, yeah. All right, so what's your first one, Paul? Is this Gray Street? No, no which one is this? Possession first. I gave you possession. your list back oh, yeah. to you. Yeah, uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, McLaughlin. He, he gave you your list back to you, if you want to pull oh, okay. it out. Um, <laughs> he could use it. Go ahead and play. Oh, he pulled his list out. Pills this, fell all over the floor. Do you know yeah. the story? Uh, no, tell about us. this song. No, this the the lyrics were taken directly from a letter written to her by a guy who stalked her, oh, wow. and then sued her for using the, the his lyrics. his words, and uh, then he killed himself. Oh. And when I first started listening to this song, <laughs> I thought it was a love song. <laughs> so play this, play this one okay, part. Let's listen. I'm like, oh, this is really hot. Hold you down. <laughs> Is this a live version? Is this live? I think so, yeah. It's sexy. That's Yeah, I thought it was sexy. <laughs> it's a fucking stalker that wants to hold her down. <laughs> yeah, and take her breath away. That's enough. Um, what happened to the lawsuit? Uh, I think when he killed himself, it might have ended. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it wasn't settled before he did that. The uh, well, there, people, It might have been. Yeah, I'm funny. not sure. People with uh, weddings coming up, there's a wedding song for yeah. you. <laughs> Play that, express that, your love. That's got to be someone's I've, wedding song. They yeah, no yeah they don't know it. They have no idea. <laughs> I felt like the biggest fucking creep when I found out what it was really about. I like that. Good I one. mean, it does. It, you can kind of think, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like no, the, maybe they're into the, rough sex. Well, and it's, it's like the police every breath you take. You know, they say, yeah. well, that's not a love song. People took it. And I still listen to it. And I'm like, it could still be a love song. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you for being edgy, Sting. <laughs> All right, that's a good one to start us out. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. All right, nice, you can, nice you, we're done. All right. That's what the guest <laughs> plays up. one song, one and then we get out of here. Wrap it up. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You're up, Mike. Uh, Johnny Obvious is going to bring one of uh, Pat's favorite bands right now. 
This is um, we forget Queen actually rocked really hard. That's true. Uh, Who occasion. forgot that? Some people always they think of like you know Bohemian Rhapsody and and that artsy fartsy kind of stuff. Yeah. One of the greatest bands ever. I um, agree with you. So this is from Sheer Heart Attack. This is Stone Cold Crazy. It's a good opening. Nobody in the world like Queen. Nobody. <laughs> no. And, and I went and saw them. I never got to see them. With Freddie. With Freddie. So I went and saw them with Adam Lambert, and people were like going, that was amazing. And it was very good, but the one thing that Adam Lambert doesn't do is Freddie Mercury could rock. Yeah. And Freddie Mercury would also, Adam Lambert only sings in his high register mm. all the time. And Freddie doesn't always sing in the high register. He's you know, all over it's the so place. It's so tiring hearing a singer that just sings a certain way. Yes, yes. I.e. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, you know, I'm glad that they're, I'm glad I got to see Brian May and, and Roger Taylor play, and, uh, but uh, it's not Freddie. And he was such a great showman. Yes, mm-hmm. so good. Well, not as good as David Lee Roth. I mean, he's the best showman. Really? <laughs> Is he? Spinning a sword? And great <laughs> teeth. Great teeth, Freddie Mercury. Hitting himself in the nose. Hitting breaking himself it. in the nose, breaking his oh, nose. David Lee Roth. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Someone texted me the other day, Van Halen tickets go on sale today. And I go, I, I can't pay for that. <laughs> when, I go to a, when I go to a concert, I really, the vocals, if, if, a, if a guitar... Does he not have his voice anymore? No, oh, no, it's, it's rough, terrible, dude. Oh, that's too bad. If the guitar player hits a rough note, I might not even know it. Or the drummer yeah. misses something, or the bass player. But if the vocalist is bad, yeah. everybody knows it. You can't hide it. Now it's hard True. to keep your chops up. As you get older. Yeah, unless you And he never singing. even had really yeah, he good never chops. Really had good chops. And then it's so funny. I always think it's so funny. That guy kept his physical appearance and body, mm-hmm. you know, up this whole time and neglected his voice totally. <laughs> it is <laughs> ironic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Don't you think? A little too ironic? I really do think. <laughs> I'm going to go with the bad boys from Boston. This is a song from Aerosmith. Oh boy. From my favorite Aerosmith out. No, it's not that. It's not crazy. Oh, it's not? No. Okay. It's, uh, it's the title track from Toys in the Attic because I always heard that the phrase Toys in the Attic means you're crazy. Oh, that, I never knew that. That guy's no. got Toys in the Attic. I never heard oh. that either. Let's play it. I 
such an amazing album. An amazing album. That's my favorite Aerosmith album. Yeah. Now, yeah. up until the 80s, was that their biggest selling album? I think Rocks actually sold more than Toys in the Attic. I didn't like Rocks as much. I don't like Rocks as much either, but that's always a debate. People and, go back and right. forth. I still, every time I hear Sweet Emotion, I, I turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a song you've heard a gazillion, a gazillion times. times. A gazillion. Same with Walk This Way, too. But the other songs in that album are so great. I, uh, I think you see me crying, No More, No More. Uh, I think one of the best uh, guitar riffs they have is Adam's Apple. That is <sighs> such a great... Yeah. And simple, but difficult to, yeah. to play. Not a lot of notes, but it has a feel to it that is really hard to play. Was there a band or album that made you pick up a guitar for the first time? What Not... What? not Particularly, there was a band that almost made me put down the guitar. Um, bon Jovi? The, no, the first time I, I heard uh, Eruption, I was like, what is, what is the point of <laughs> trying to learn this instrument when that is what's out there? Uh, I know, it's crazy, right? But then I, but then I just kept playing because I was like, I don't have to fucking be Van Halen. Can you play it, though? Eruption? Yeah. God, no. <laughs> Come on, you can fake your way through it. Uh, no, I can no. play a couple of their, a couple of their songs. Um, and you can from. sing better than David Lee Roth. <laughs> you can sing. What can, what can you play? Ice Cream Man? <laughs> um, uh, ain't talking about love. Oh, cool. Think, dun, 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 dun. But you can't um, do that finger tapping thing on the neck or whatever? Uh, a little bit, but it's, you really got to practice that a, a, a ton. That's the thing when I go to see Van Halen and I sit in the audience and I go, I could go up there right now and take the mic and sing just as good as him. Yeah. Seriously. That's not good. Okay, and so here's, I, wanted, I do want to, since we talked about it, I want to mm. play this. Uh, a brand new Van Halen live album oh just God, came out. This is... So this was 2005. Just came out. This is what they released. This is the. Uh, this is from. This is from Tokyo Dome Live. Okay, are you right. ready? Keep in yep. mind they could have overdubbed and cleaned yeah. it up. Did they like, say that they didn't touch it at all? They, did, they said like, they didn't oh. touch it at all. Now this is. Uh, this is. This is a little bit of Panama. All right. Okay. Band sounds great. Are so good. Also, I think Dave Miss is coming in. I think they have to play like the beginning like a couple times. Oh. He's too busy swinging a sword. Yeah. See, he should have come in yeah, by now. Yeah. In. Where is he? That's a, that's out there. You can buy that. That's official release. <laughs> that is an insanity. Wow. Hot Avenue. That is terrible. It is terrible. But go buy it. It's available on iTunes. <laughs> when did you start playing? Uh, when I was thirteen or fourteen. And you used to collect guitars too. At, I did. At the time when you had, uh, you had, uh, you had the, you had a, um, a Brian May mm -hmm. uh, guitar. What's that? It was guitar? a limited, limited edition. Gil did uh, did one where he worked with them. To I'm, when you showed that to me one time, I was like, oh my god! And you don't own that anymore. I sold it. Do you wish at a loss? I, I, oh, it killed me. Do you wish you still it. had it? I do. I do. 
Why did you have to sell it? Uh, we had moved here, and I think we had bought a house. Okay. And it was, they were just taking up room, and we needed to do shit to fix the house. Yeah. And so it was like, one, I can't. So, and you knew that one would get some It couldn't money. be more obvious that, hey, here's what you need to sell. <laughs> <laughs> Tripping over it. God, how are we going to come up with money? <laughs> Tripping over 15 guitars. <laughs> it was a beautiful guitar, though. The one thing that kills me that I sold... Um, was I, I collected first and second year Paul Reed Smith guitars, and at one point I had about 12 of them. And uh, probably about five years after I sold them, they like quadrupled <sighs> in price. Jesus. Yeah. If, if, like some of them I sold for maybe, I, I buy them for like $800, and I think I sold them for like 900 or 1000 mm-hmm. and now most of those are going for six 7000 oh, That's Aww. incredible. Yeah. How many did you have the most at once? Uh, like 11 or 12. Oh, man. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> That's crazy. There was a guitar that I uh, bought. It was a 1960 um, ES-335. It's a hollow-body Gibson mm-hmm. from their golden era okay. of making guitars. And I think I had bought it for uh, $6,000 mm-hmm. and sold it. And right after I sold it, Clapton did an album where that was the cover him holding it okay and i want walked into guitar center recently and i i swear to god it was the guitar that i owned it was up high so i couldn't uh-huh. pull it down and look at it sixty thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you've made some bad guitar investments i've everything i've invested in has except for buying a house every sing, single thing i've invested in has tanked now let me ask you something when you because you're married to, yeah. uh, to uh, carla felicia mm-hmm. uh, writer for television sitcoms mm-hmm. uh a friend of ours um, when you buy a guitar like that, when you're married, do you have to say, honey, I'm going to buy this guitar? Never. have never. You've never to. done. No, she's, she doesn't, so she doesn't far care. from the stereotype of, right. the, um, but not even as a courtesy, like, Hey honey, I'm, I think I'm going to buy this guitar and it's six grand. That's you, cool. Right. You know, the, the, the most recent guitar that I bought, mm-hmm. I did talk with her about it, but it wasn't for her approval. Right. It was just more kind I didn't of necessarily mean approval, but yeah, you know, but you know what I mean? But no, that's okay. That's cool. And we always talk about it, mm-hmm. um, but she's always been. It makes if it makes you happy, yeah, absolutely fine. And I don't really have a, a problem with yeah. like going on spending sprees yeah. too much. But you do woodworking. Have you ever tried to build one? Yeah, build uh, a guitar. I have some Paul. books uh, on it, but uh, I have. And she even bought me a kit for making a Martin guitar for Christmas. A Gil Martin about- guitar. <laughs> <laughs> She bought it for me about five years ago, uh-huh. and it's just sitting collecting dust in the in the garage. Oh, you got to bring but, that out. Maybe well, that's what we do the next show. We build a guitar right here live. Oh, right. a rock solid guitar. Rock solid guitar. <laughs> and then we'll all sign it and, uh, and auction it off. A rock solid bucks. body. No. I have some great wood that, that would make Easy, awesome, nah. <laughs> awesome guitars. I heard about your great wood. Yeah. yeah. You want to see my great wood? Uh, I would have to ask your wife all if right. I could see that. Here's what my wife did. My wife makes uh, 20 times the amount of money that I make, and she'll call me on the phone and go i'm gonna buy a pair of shoes that's okay right you go no and i go get your ass home <laughs> i can yeah, buy as many as you buy 10 pair and then pick up the new bon jovi album yeah <laughs> please pick that up there's an anthem on there about yeah. uh, some guys that work at a factory and honey i'm gonna give you this fall cd <laughs> the cd by the fall uh you are next with the song paul uh let's do gray street by uh dave matthews this is uh um, gray street Yes. Tell us about this. This is, um, he's singing from, uh, he's singing about a woman mm-hmm. who 
my interpretation of it is that uh, she lives with depression. Okay. And the part that I've highlighted is um, everything is gray. I've always used that to describe what depression is like, is the color kind of leaves everything. And um, this is her kind of, uh, I believe, making a, a suicide attempt. Okay. Oh, there's an emptiness inside her. Such a great song. I get chills every time I hear it. It's a little jazzy for the uh, for the um, the subject matter. What do you mean? Oh, uh, a little upbeat. A little upbeat for uh, a song about this. I think that's one of the things that I like about it because mm-hmm. it's not an it's not an obvious choice. It's yeah. not. Even though it's a great song, it's not, uh, you know, at seventeen by Janice Ian. All right, true. <laughs> Which oh, is man. a fucking great song. It's amazing. Yeah. What do you got, Mike? Oh, it's to me again. Yeah, okay, sure. I'm going right to go with... Uh, 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 You're right next to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> with the topic that Paul knows well, and a guitar god, this is Jimi Hendrix and Manic Depression. I almost Ooh. picked that one. <laughs> yeah. Manic Depression searching my soul I never got into Jimi Hendrix, but I mean, oh, but I don't, but I don't not like him. Uh, every time I hear him, I'm like, that, that's amazing. Yeah, I had the poster on my wall. Wow. I had a tapestry too. Yeah, <laughs> and my dad. I had a Freddie Boom Boom Washington rug. <laughs> it's not a lie. Hi there. My dad asked me to take the tapestry down, and I said, "Why?" He said, "Because uh, the, the insurance company that he worked for." Uh, had to pay his life insurance out. He said we lost a quarter of a million dollars to him. <laughs> to Hendrix? Yeah. Oh, my God. Your dad acts like he came out of his own pocket. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just a poster, Dad. Yeah. I was so just, did I, you take I, it down? Nope. <laughs> Rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in Seattle, and I went to the Experience Music Project, the EMP Museum mm-hmm. there, and they have that, of course, because he's from Seattle, yeah. Hendrix, and they had this whole Hendrix display. They have this... Um, some of his old guitars. They had one he busted he, the, that he played in the last uh, concert he gave in London before he went and did Monterey Pop and moved back. And, it's, and he had written all over it, and it was really cool. Really cool stuff. Do you know when he was in London, uh, the weekend that Sgt. Pepper came out? Yeah. He learned the entire album. That was that last concert. And wow. He, he yeah. played, didn't he play it? He played it in the front night of the Beatles. Yeah, in front of the, they were in the audience, yeah. <laughs> what a big F you that is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's either like, hey, you guys are awesome, or it's like, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> there's a documentary. I have a Who documentary where Pete Townsend in the interview he's he's 
wasted. But he says that him and John Entwistle used to get the stereo mixes of the Beatles albums and just separate the channels and make fun of how terrible uh, the musicianship is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what Pete Townsend says. <laughs> yeah. No, look, he was wasted. He would probably now say, I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm an idiot. But, but that's... <laughs> wow. Wow. I know. Jesus. <laughs> um, my next song is... Uh, there's, a, there's three covers albums. They're called Under the Covers, Volume 1, 2, and 3, by Matthew Sweet and former guest Susanna Hoffs. And they do a cover of uh, the Ramones classic, uh, I Want to Be Sedated. So let's listen to uh, Matthew and Susanna do a little bit of I Want to Be Sedated. 20, 20, 24 hours to go. I want to be sedated. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Oh, I want to be sedated. Just get me to the airport, put me on a plane. Hurry, 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 before I go insane. I can't control my fingers, I can't control my brain. Oh, no, oh, oh. Sounds great. Sounds yeah, bubblegum cool. pop. Yeah. You know. Those albums are great. The Under the Cover CDs, I recommend getting those. They, uh, there's a 60s, 70s, and an 80s, and they are uh, great. great. And a wide stuff. range of stuff, not all like known. Yeah, true. Hits, it's right? not, yeah, they don't, they don't like go with the obvious choices all the time. Matthew Sweet's such a great artist. Yeah. And, um, and so is Suzanne Hoffs, a friend of the show. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar <laughs> with her music. She's from the Bangles. Oh. Oh, As if that makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> they had some good songs. Oh, she's gorgeous. That's Another Manic Monday. Oh, you need to mm-hmm. know she's gorgeous. Did you pick them? Did I pick what? Manic Monday? Ooh, yeah. Manic Monday. I, did, oh, I didn't even been, think of it. That's yeah. a good one. That's now, Manic Depression, one. I play. Did they even use that term, Manic, anymore? Is that like a. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they do use that. Uh, they don't call people uh, Manic Depressives. It's bipolar. No, oh, okay. But, that's but what they I mean. do uh, use the word Manic to talk about mania. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what they would use the word for, Manic, when they talk about mania. <laughs> mania. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> How are you doing these days, Paul? Good. Really You're good. good. Really right. good. Yeah. Excellent. I, I had went off of uh, a med that just turned in. Cyclopone? Uh, it was a med called Abilify, and the first month of it, it was great. Maybe a little bit of mania, because uh, I went on a little bit of a shopping spree for for guitar. I only bought one guitar, well, yeah. guitar and a ukulele. Okay. Uh, not a ukulele, a uh, mandolin. It um, each cost $100,000. <laughs> but then I, I was just obsessively thinking, I've got to get a third guitar. And uh, just scouring the internet for it. But I, I didn't pull the plug. And then this med just turned around, and it just turned into nothing but pure anxiety, insomnia, and suicidal thoughts for, oh, wow. for a month. That's terrible. I did see, was, I know that name, but I did see an ad on TV for Abilify, and, and there's no reason I should know that, that name of those drugs. Yeah. It, I posted on Facebook to ask if anybody else had a bad experience going off of it, mm-hmm. and a torrent of people. Some people had to be hospitalized. Why would they still it. sell this drug then? Uh, because for everybody reacts differently. Mm. So the majority so of the people, people are having an okay time on this. Uh, I don't know about the majority, but enough people. Okay. That, but there's apparently there's a lawsuit now against them. When you're and, and it can cause diabetes. Oh, jeez. Oh, which my good. psychiatrist did not tell me. Uh, do any of these cause impotence? Uh, a lot of them can. That's the one I'm taking, I think. <laughs> um, when you, um, when you, and I'm being serious now, when you have a suicidal thoughts, yeah. do you share that with, with your wife? Yes. So that she knows to keep close contact, uh, eye on you. 
Yeah. Do you share it with I, anyone else? Or not. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we don't know where she stands on this. She might you know, want him to... Maybe she's saying, maybe she's tired of it. Well, Paul, if that's what you want to do, (laughs) I would never deny you your happiness. Sharpening the knives. I'm going to go out for about an hour (laughs) or more. Yeah. Um, And I left the car running in the garage, and uh, I'm going to take the second car. No, but so, okay, well, that's good. Yeah, I share it with uh, my therapist, Mm -hmm. uh, my psychiatrist, people in my support groups. Uh, Yeah. Because you don't share it with, uh, you've never shared it with me, have you? I share it on the podcast. You share it with the pie. So this yeah. and this is all therapeutic stuff that you do. Yeah. To uh to not do that. And yeah, and there's a difference between suicidal thoughts and actually planning and coming mm-hmm. close to doing okay. it. And I've lived with depression mm-hmm. and long enough and managed it long enough yeah. to know um that it will pass. Okay, good. And so I just wait it out. I take a lot of naps. I do nice things for myself, and I talk about it, mm-hmm. and that uh, that seems to help. Well, because the worst thing you could do for many reasons would be that, especially to the listeners of your podcast, I, it, you would did, really be letting them down. Uh, I and I do. And we need that. We need that guy to, at poker. We need that fifth guy. You do. Yeah. You need sad sack. <laughs> You're never sad sack. <laughs> uh, but we, I do think about that. I was like. But but it was never close enough that that was even a, a, a real thing. It's just thinking about it. There's a comfort to it when when it's just to be awake mm-hmm. is a is a struggle. There's a comfort to thinking. Well, there's always a way out, mm-hmm. and that's it. Usually, just kind of ends there. All right, good. Is yeah. a side effect of your medication never folding when you have a shit hand? <laughs> <laughs> it was when I was drinking. <laughs> I, I'm an even smarter player than. Oh or, wow! Or I should say, I'm a less of a dumb player than. Uh, <laughs> Than I used to be when I was drinking. And what do you call Kyle at the games? What's his nickname? Shrimpoat? Yeah, Shrimpoat. <laughs> uh, I think, Paul, you're up with a song, right? Uh, yeah. I Let's do a Wave Motion Gun. I love this band so much. And uh, this is about uh, heroin addiction. Such a beautiful song. Who is this? Marcy Playground. And so you reach down to that secret panel there's a there's a whole raft of little buttons and you you pick one and hope it takes you to mars soon there'll be no pain again you'll feel like yourself again you shoot off your Good tune, I like that. That's it. Yeah. I don't think I've one, ever heard that before. One of my one of my favorite songs, Marcy Playground. Yeah, Marcy Playground is the band. Is, is the, band. the band and the song? And, and you know their their hit was uh, "Sex and Candy." Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. But and by got, candy, they mean guanabine. <laughs> and I think his father or mother is a psychiatrist. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I find a, a lot of children of psychiatrists and psychologists are fucked up. Yeah. Yes. And a lot of psychiatrists and therapists are fucked up, but I think it can make them a better, as long as they keep their issues out of it, it can give them more empathy. I I get quite a few emails from therapists and psychiatrists who uh, sometimes share their personal stuff. You find that one of the biggest uh, uh, professions that are drug-dependent and drug addicts are doctors, and they Mm self-medicate all the time. Do you think they give it to their kids as well, like from an early age? Uh, Their addiction? 
No, they're pills. Oh, and they're the pills. medications. I don't know. I wonder if they're overly medicated. I don't yeah, know. I don't question. know. I love it today. We're playing music and we're helping people. <laughs> we're I feel like we are. We're changing lives. I think we are. <laughs> Mike, you going to change lives with your next song? Uh, yeah, this is a band that uh, I was into a little long before uh, Pat. Pat got into this guy recently. Oh yeah. This is uh, Joe Jackson with mm-hmm. a title track from his album Beat Crazy. Little reggae style. He goes all over the map. Yeah, he does go. After this, he he had a a swing album. Yes, Jump and Jive. Yes, fucking great album. Yeah. Yeah. All those drugs. That's the uh, that's the hardest physical CD to find by Joe Jackson. That is out of print. Really? You can download, you can buy it on iTunes and all that, but if you want the physical mm. copy to hold in your hand and rub in your ass, you can't find it. <laughs> What's the the most difficult one to get a CD of that's a great album? Oh, you mean like that? that it's, uh, boy, that's a good question. I don't know something that's good, but it's hard to find. Yeah. Boy, I think everything that's that's good is you can find. But here's my addiction, Paul. Like uh, in my iTunes for the longest time, I had Joe Jackson like all the hits. Mm-hmm. I would just I would go and I would hunt. I'd go. Oh, I love that song. So then I was then I'm like, well, I wonder I, if I like these songs. I wonder if I'd like an entire Joe Jackson album. So then I buy the first album, Look Sharp, and I love it. <laughs> And then I'm like, that's great. Well, let me buy another one. I'm the man. I love it. And then, <laughs> and then the next thing, two weeks later, I own every single physical CD by Joe Jackson. And multiple copies of certain songs. Um, probably, yeah. yeah. It's weird. That's, what, that's my addiction. But that can't well, there That's an, a pretty cheap addiction. Though. Yeah. It isn't bad. Now, physical, yeah. I've been talking about this. Um, physical CDs and catalog CDs on, uh, on Amazon.com right now are literally... Three ninety nine and four ninety nine. Like if you're like, oh, you know what? I don't own uh, Moving Pictures by Rush. Four ninety nine. That's, that's cheaper than buying buying them on iTunes. And then if you're a person that says, well, I don't want CDs lying around, then give it to someone. You fucking idiot. No, put it into your library. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. an addiction that's been helped by the internet because in the past you would have collected all that shit and it would have taken up rooms it, in your house of albums and, and it would cost so much money. But no, I still buy the physical CDs. I, it's like a library. I like going up there and looking at it. Did you see the story that came out in the internet? It was like last week. It came out in the internet. Jeez, what am I? Ninety came out on that machine. Uh, there's this guy in England died. He had bought every forty-five single of every. Thing that hit the UK, the top 100 Billboard charts. Everything that made number one he, he owned since it. the 50s or something. He owned every 45 wow, RPM. And he wow. just, what is that collection worth? Oh my god! It's it's and they're auctioning it off. I think at Christie's or something because it it just took up like the entire house. Of course, was, this guy lived alone. If that was Paul, if that was <laughs> Paul, yeah. Paul would have sold the whole collection for a grand. <laughs> I uh, went through a vinyl phase where I. Just That's a black hole you can't get out of. Uh, it's, it, it was ugly. It was ugly. <laughs> For me, vinyl is just not convenient. I can't take it in my car. I got to flip it over. I just. There, I don't want it. There was a sound though to to certain albums mm. that was just so amazing, mm. so amazing. The uh, Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. um, 
and a little-known album by early Fleetwood Mac before uh, Lindsey Buckingham. Is Peter Green era. Peter Green era called The Pious Bird of Good. That is, And I think they recorded it at Chess Records. Um, isn't that the third amazing. Hobbit? That's the third Hobbit movie, isn't it? The Pious Bird of Good. Those were albums that I was like, this sounds so fucking amazing. Uh, and I, I, but before we continue, Paul, I have to apologize for Kyle talking so much. It's a little off-putting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you talking today? What's wrong? Can't get a word say? in with us babbling on. All right. He's got nothing. Um, <laughs> He's hung over. I'm going to play a song. This is this is this is <laughs> this is a creepy song. This is uh, from a former guest of the show, Ricky Warwick, lead singer of Black Star Riders, lead singer of the touring incarnation of Thin Lizzy. This is from his album from last year called Hearts on Trees, and this song is called Psycho. Oh, don't help me, Johnny's pup, mama, as I might squeeze him too tight. I'm having crazy dreams again, mama, so let me tell you about last night. I woke up in Johnny's room, mama, standing right there by his bed. With my hands around his throat, mama, wishing both of us were dead. You think I'm psycho, don't you, mama? I just killed Johnny's pup. You think I'm psycho, don't you, mama? You better let him lock me up. Great song. Yeah, guy's great. Really super nice guy, too. But if you look, if you see him in person, you will cross the street. Oh, really? <laughs> Kyle doesn't he? he yeah. Before he opens his mouth, you go, oh, this guy's scary looking. He's got tags. That makes for a good front man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. So, uh, Ricky Work. Yeah, that sounded great. Yeah. You're up, buddy. Uh, hey, buddy. Hey, do, buddy. Uh, hey, pal. Do uh, Edith Head. Okay. Edith Head? Yeah. No, she was a famous costume designer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this, this is, is this is the song is called Edith Head. She thinks she's Edith Head by They Might Be Giants. Okay, they cool. might be giants. I can play that. <laughs> Back in high school, I knew a girl, not too simple and not too kind. We both grew up, but I heard she changed from a new wave fan to another kind. She thinks she's Edith Head. But you might know she's not The accent in her speech She didn't have growing up She thinks she's Edith Head or Helen. <laughs> I just love how bizarre it is <laughs> <laughs> Aren't those guys making kids albums now? Are they? They're doing a lot of children's They stuff, are doing yeah. some children's stuff They had an uh, album called Here Come the One, Two, Threes And Here Come the ABCs But I think they just released a new like album for grown-ups they're quirky enough that they've. This seems like a natural fit. Yeah, yeah, and those albums were great. Here come the one, two, threes, and here come the ABCs. What are you, look, you looking up? Something, Kyle? Uh, I was looking up when their album came out. Yeah, they have. They've had two new, um, two or three new ones. 2011, 2013, 2015. If I look at your computer and I see that you're looking up about what uh, what size shoe Batman wears, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he's he's oddly enough he's looking up to see when this show is over. <laughs> they also had one called Here Comes Science. Here comes oh I don't know that one. I have to get that one. 
<laughs> Learn some science. I don't know that science. much about science. It's photosynthesis. I just listened to Thomas Dolby. <laughs> science! <laughs> what do you got for us, Mr. Siegel? All right. Uh, I brought in a guy that uh, I know, speaking with the theme, it drives Paul crazy. Uh-oh. He hates this guy and has said it <laughs> over and over on a number of occasions, and you love him. Okay. And so let's fire it up. This is uh, the Red Rocker, Sammy Hagar. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, your love is driving me crazy. That's 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 one of the top Sammy Hagar songs too. Yeah, it is. I'm not a huge fan of his, but from, that that is one of his best songs. Whenever I hear that, I play Air Channel Switch on that. <laughs> that's from Three Lock Box, buddy, produced by and Keith Olsen. He is one of those singers that sings everything the same way. Every and his lyrics are so fucking juvenile. <laughs> Your love is driving me crazy. His love can't it's, drive 55 though. His yeah, love cannot drive, drive 55. No, no, uh, no way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's popping meds right now, folks. That's uh, how much he is disturbed. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst. Well, you know what? I have one cute. Uh, we, we heard him earlier, uh, so let's hear him again. Here's, here's one by uh, the former lead vocalist. Um, well, former lead vocalist and then the original lead vocalist. Now he's back. But this is, uh, this is David Lee Roth. Let's hear a little uh, going crazy. From the heat? From the heat? Yeah. Going coconuts. Oh, you know what, Kyle? I'm sorry. I didn't want to hear that. I wanted to hear the other one. Could you play the other one instead? Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, guys. In Espanol. That's right. Oh, God. Loco del calor. Going loco. I, uh, I never uh, miss an opportunity to play the <laughs> Spanish version of the Eat em and Smile album by David Lee Roth. The whole album? The whole album is in Spanish. Wow. We recorded the wow. whole album in Spanish. Do you own that physically? No, no, I don't own that physically, but, uh, but I could. You can get it. Father's Day is yeah. coming Ava- Available from FridayMusic.com. It, it only costs 10 pesos. <laughs> <laughs> Worth every penny for comedy reasons. Steve Vai, right? Was Steve Vai, Billy Sheehan, Greg mm. Bissonette on drums. Wow, that's yeah. uh, some serious studio guys. You need you need it when you got the, the vocal talent of David Lee Roth, and that's when he could 
kind of kind of thing. Yeah. That was thirty years ago. He could sing in any 80, language. Eighty six. He could sing in any. He can sing poorly in any language. <laughs> I have to say though, his personality made up for so much. Yeah. His sense of humor mm-hmm. and his just yeah. And he was made for making videos. Dude, yeah, he, he loved was. it. He would. He loved it. He the was. guy doesn't answer. Man, in an interview, he does not answer a question. Though. He was out of his mind. You ask him a question, and he'll just some crazy soundbite. You might be up, you might be down, but you got to be in your face. What? what? <laughs> I just asked you what your favorite color was. <laughs> you got a song for us, Paul? Yeah, do the third one from the bottom, Kyle. Okay. You're going to tell us what it is. Who is this? No, it's just a surprise. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Name that tune. Precious and few are the moments we can share. If you like this, you are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say these are songs that will make you commit suicide. Who is that? Is that uh, Climax? Climax, yes. Climax. I don't not like that song. The one hit wonder. Mike and I are going to do a show coming up called Two Hit Blunder, where we'll play the. <laughs> no, we're going to play the band. We're, we'll play like the song that the one hit wonder, and then we'll yeah. play. Then we're going to play what the the single was after that mm-hmm. that just was horrible. That put them in the dumper, I guess, <laughs> yeah. ended their career. What's up? This what is from the. I got one from the Black and Blue album from the Rolling Stones. This is oh. The first one with Ronnie Wood. You got Crazy Mama. Crazy Mama. Uh, we did have a crossover. Yeah, there. I knew that would happen. Stones are always sound so great. Oh, so good. Coming off that uh, era with Mick Taylor. And I know. That's... God, he was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mick Taylor. That era is great, too. The uh, song, um, Can't You Hear Me Knocking, <sighs> that is the greatest opening riff ever. From Sticky Fingers. I once heard a uh, XRT, WXRT DJ call up. That was Keith Richards, The Human Riff. And I was like, that's the perfect name for it. <laughs> that is. <laughs> Some of the best, the classic I know. riffs of all rock. He came yeah. up with about... Eight of them, you know, or ten of them. It is it it is amazing with that because like like the Who, uh, that's not a riff band, and the Beatles no. aren't a riff band, but the Stones. Yeah, the opening chord just go. Oh, there it is. Yep, there you it know is. it. <laughs> Truly, the definition of swagger as a guitarist. <laughs> yeah. Do, have you ever seen it, like his hands close up in pictures mm-hmm. and stuff? He has like these. I don't know if it's arthritis, but his knuckles are like like the knuckles like at the top, not your knuckles. Yeah, it's because they're your packed joints. with heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking up a picture of Keith Richards' hands? Yeah. It's it's Do you know he uh, he doesn't he only plays Oh my god. <laughs> Look at that. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. He uh Like there's ring. I don't think he could get that ring off. That skull ring that's never coming off. No. He doesn't have a sixth uh string on his guitar. He only plays with five. Is that true? Yeah. And he plays in a lot of open tunings too. What would be the reason for not having that sixth string? Because he never plays. He says, uh, "I don't need it." A lot of jug bands only have one string on their guitar, so they <laughs> must be even better. Is it the string from the the high notes or the the, the low notes? Oh, the okay, the really yeah, thick the low, one, the low E. Yeah. No. In fact, the, the, some string manufacturer puts out his 
strings. Keith Richards and only five strings. <laughs> uh, he looks very, always looks very sloppy on stage, though. Yeah, maybe not the best uh, live guitarist. Yeah, very, very, very sloppy guitar. That's okay. It's rock and it's only rock and roll, it's only right? Rock and it's only rock and roll. But uh, hey, man, I like it. I like it too. How many more choices do we have? Because I want to save one of these for last. We're good. We'll just keep going. Okay. Yeah, we, we got about twenty more minutes or so. Okay. Um, my next song is from a concept album from nineteen seventy eight by Alice Cooper. The album is called From the Inside. It was about his time in the mental institution, and this is a song called The Quiet Room. They've got this place. Keeping me I love this. No laces in my shoe. They all know what I tried to do. Outside the quiet room. What different side to Alice? The album's produced by David Foster, who produced, you know, Chicago albums and stuff. It's got a very lush, ballady feel for for a lot of the songs, but it's, uh, but the lyrics are, you know, I don't want to, you could say comedic, but they're, they're, or on the nose, but it's great. I yeah. love it. That's a great album. And I take it this was shortly after he got sober. Yes. Yeah. 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 Did he really try? Did he try to kill himself? Or well, I think it was a preventative uh, I think, measure. I think unintentionally, through probably drinking. through just yeah. drinking. Or did he go to there just to one of those drying out situations? That they just... no, this was. His, I think he had an ultimatum from his wife to get to get it together. But then he did this. He didn't get it together this time though, because then in the early eighties, again, go to YouTube and type in Alice Cooper eighties Tom Snyder interview. His face, if you can find that, Kyle, find a pic. If you can put your phone down because you're <laughs> supposed to be. No. If you can find a picture of him from the Tom Snyder show, it is like so. Just sk- warmed over. It is really like you're like, well, he's not even going to make it through this interview. <laughs> Did oh, you find no. it? It's scary. Oh, Let's I have see seen that. Yeah. Pass it around. Oh, my God. I mean, he's so. Look at it. You can see like every. Bo- that's, that's a cheekbone. His face looks like Keith Richards' knuckles. I know. Kyle <laughs> <laughs> uh, holding off. Oh. <laughs> like a sniper. Nice jumped him. in. Snuck Quality, in there. not quantity. His face <laughs> looks like Keith Richards' knuckles. Well, there you go. The young kid brings it. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for us, Paul? Uh, let's do... This is a definitely off the beaten track one. Uh, the second from the bottom. This is uh, by Glenn Gould who was a uh, pianist. Cla- classical pianist. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, kind of widely considered his, his, one of his masterpieces, a thing called the Goldberg Variations. And uh, he interpreted this stuff in a way that nobody else did. And it, it's the technical, uh, his technical abilities were just like unsurpassed, but he was certifiably crazy. So like artist, OCD, so that, okay. hypochondriac, but um, just an amazing piano player. Look at Paul doing his homework. (laughs) 
That's enough. Those are some busy fingers. I mean, unbelievable. Look at this guy doing his homework, and you just type in crazy in your iTunes. And you're like, <laughs> oh, bring crazy mama. <laughs> what, the, what, the one that you had, too? Well, it was. But okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I searched a little I had, bit. I had songs in Spanish. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, this is a band that I, uh, I used to play a lot in the 80s. This was... Uh, you played with them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Smithereens. Did you have a radio show in the 80s I didn't know about? No, well, I'm in college I did. What was it called? What was your DJ name? I don't remember. I played a lot of comedy things. I, I tried to uh, get a comedy show going, so I would play old comedy albums and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then I would take a shift where they would just play the bands of the day. I remember they were always asking, the uh, program director was like, play this band Soul Asylum. And they were like, what is this? Crap. <laughs> They're not going anywhere. <laughs> bands like that, yeah. A lot of REM, a lot of U2, because that was... REM was huge in college. All of yeah. Um, so this is a smithereens called Crazy Mixed Up Kid. Oh, cool. My friends tell me she'll be back someday. Until then, I'll have to find a way. I've tried so very hard to be someone she fall in love with. Just a crazy mix of kids. A little peppy, kind of. Mm-hmm. Love Great the Marshall Crenshaw yeah, that's uh, good. sounding. That, yeah. uh, that isn't... Uh, what's the Smithereen song I, I, that's the big... Girl Like You, is that Girl what it's Like called? You. Blood and Roses. Blood and Roses. Yeah, they had a... They yeah, that sounds way different from that stuff. They make a nice little uh, three-minute pop song. Are they yeah. still out there? I don't think so. All right. I don't think so. What's and the God? What's the guy's name? The singer. I know his name too for some reason. It's um, Denunzio or something. Denunzio. Den, yeah. Why Pat do I know Denunzio? that? See, so that's the kind of stuff. When I read a textbook in college, but I didn't know anything. <laughs> but I read. But you I remember read, that? I read the, the lead singer of the Smithereens on an album cover. I'm like, oh, boing, <laughs> Denunzio, right in there. Why couldn't that have been a med book? <laughs> be a doctor right now. I'd be cutting you guys open. Uh, this next uh, singer, I've uh, been trying to get her on the show, but apparently. Uh, she, from what I've been told, doesn't have a phone. What? So it's taking a while oh, to get in touch with Oh, you're one of her. those people? Yeah. yeah have a this phone, is a, her name is uh, Dale Bozio, and she's from a band oh, called um, Missing, Missing Persons. Persons. So, uh, Did you cable her? <laughs> I, I, just, I just think she's, when she does come on, she might be... Uh, oh, cable, we don't have a TV. <laughs> Rock solid mm. interested. Stop. <laughs> 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 this, is, uh, this is called Mental Hopscotch. Oh, I like this song. Bozio, or Bozio, however you say it, on drums. Amazing drummer. They probably live like a block away. I know. Seriously, I'm seriously. They, they probably live right behind us. I'm yeah, so, probably see them emptying their trash in the alley when we leave. <laughs> Never been a fan of that band. Find them really annoying. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's I mean, I don't know that I would like a whole, a whole Missing Persons album. The but ones I that do, can you feel me? Yep. Yeah. What are words for? Yeah. Walking in LA. Oh. 
I still and their it. appearance at the US Festival. Fast forward. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I bet she has stories. Bet she has some I'm good sure. stories. They do walk in LA because they don't own a car. They don't own a car. They don't own a phone. <laughs> quality. Quality. Yeah, quality. That's two now. Shrimp boat. <laughs> <laughs> You're up, mister. Uh, lithium. Ah, lithium. Nice. Lithium? Which is a... Nirvana. Nirvana. Widely prescribed uh, for yep. bipolar. So Listen to the production on this. So good. Was this Steve Albini or Butch Big who produced this album? Butch Big. This is a... Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah it's Butch Big. You going to confirm that, Kyle? Albini did uh, the follow-up. In utero. That's it. Kyle's going to confirm. In our days, cause I found God. Yeah, 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 They, uh, Such a great song. Yeah. Now, you know, Steve, speaking of Steve Albini, you know, he doesn't take uh, a royalty on the albums he produces. He has lost out on so much money. It's yeah. unbelievable. Well, he's almost declared bankruptcy a couple times, and then he has to go to Vegas and gamble in order to make I'm like, take a fucking royalty on the album. <laughs> yeah. Well, now he's missed out, too, because bands don't make nearly the money no. they, they yeah. used to. That's insane to me. Well, I just feel like the job I did was yeah. in the studio. Yeah, but it's going to last forever. And uh, apparently, uh, the record companies now, because they're making so much less money, are taking it out of the artists. They're they're uh, signing new artists with this thing called a three hundred and sixty oh, deal, which means they get their merchandising, they get their the uh, merch. Uh, the merch uh, is the only way they make money. They get yeah. a portion of their live oh. things. I mean, they're just. You're just completely fucked if you want to sign yeah. with a. a I mean, nowadays, you know, if if you're in a band like Modest Mouse, you got to rent an apartment because you can't make enough money to afford to, to live any buy a house. That was off the air. What are you talking? About? <laughs> I just thrown out a name. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, that's crazy. You can't make a living as a musician anymore. There'll, there'll never be like, oh, we have we had three big albums and we can. That's why all, all, and, all the bands that you make fun of me for liking those bands go out are on tour still constantly and, pe- and people. F- Fill the sheds to go see whatever version of foreigners out there. People yeah. would still go see it. I saw Randy Meisner was in the news recently because somebody like they were thinking that his wife was taking his money, keeping him drunk, and yeah. you know, taking his money. And they estimated he was in the Eagles up until what the last after Hotel California he left. Yes, like, up yeah. until the long run. So he was there. He was there know? the whole time. Basically. So I guess uh, they were saying it was they're fighting over his net worth. He makes about. I think it was like half a million dollars a year just in royalties. Just by nothing. Just sitting there, going to the mailbox yeah. every day. I was like, that's, yeah. that's nice. Wow. But those that, days are over. That guy's taking it to the limit, but <laughs> <laughs> He sings it. That's it. He, that was it. his song. That's, that's his song. He sings it. And amazing. He, and he did not want to sing it. Every night he would beg them not to have him sing it because he never thought he was going to hit the high note live. Yeah. And, and then Henley and, and Fry, Fry was like, pulled hey. a knife to his ribs. Yeah. You know, there. <laughs> fucking sing that song. Now Dance, I think, monkey. Now Fry sings it in concert. Oh, he does? Not as good. Um, yeah. Did um, well. Speaking of mental illness, uh, did you see the new Cobain documentary? Yeah. And what were your? Uh, I really liked it. I found it interesting that Courtney Love comes across as so annoying, and oh. she produced it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the footage of her, she had edit on that. Yeah, ed- edit on it, and the footage she used of her 
you know, from before Kurt died was she came across as so not mean or dislikable, but just fucking annoying. Oh. And I was like, that's the best footage you could find. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I have it on. I have it recorded, but I have not watched it yet. It's hard. I mean, a lot of the drug stuff is hard. You know, when, when they're obviously just Watching whacked him out not, on him. Not out with his kid. Not out while holding his baby. And, <sighs> that is rough. Yeah. But again, going back to Seattle. The only the, way you should not out when you're with your baby is, is because you're so exhausted <laughs> from just the day-to-day child rearing. And, and that heroin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the heroin. And if, But for any Nirvana fans, again, going back to the EMP uh, Museum mm-hmm. in Seattle, they have a whole Nirvana display I think is now permanent there. So you, go, you follow their whole career. And they get a heart, heart display in there? No. Why not? They're I know they should. That's yeah. ridiculous. I know. I, I didn't see any of it there. I love that Seattle's monument is a needle. <laughs> is that your joke? Yeah. That's a great Actually, joke. Richard Martin uses that joke. Oh, I like that. Uh, no, that's Republican. Congressman? It's Congressman Richard Martin. That's right. Yeah, that guy's good. Oh, he should come here and he do should a come show. here. And oh, play I should some, play some. <laughs> I would enjoy that. I would love to know what some kind wholesome of wholesome American music. Yeah, uh, Precious and Few would definitely be a song <laughs> he would like. I've been working play, on the railroad. Play songs with American. Type oh, you better know there's going to be it. some Lee Greenwood. You know it. <laughs> uh, did you just play a song? No, that was okay. You're up then. All right, we're going to get some balls into the proceedings and go with some Judas Priest, buddy. What would this be? Can you guess? From Turbo. Wild nights, hot and crazy days. <laughs> he did type crazy into yep. iTunes. Yep. Yeah, I'm right, I did. <laughs> he prepared about five minutes before he got in his car to come here. Siri, search for crazy. <laughs> This is when all the bands had to go with that 80s production. I think this is like 2002. Oh, really? Turbo. The Turbo album. Is that really 2002? Double that- It's so over-compressed, that oh. 80s sound. There's like no dynamics to it. Eighty six. Eighty six. Yeah. Okay. You might have taken it off a compilation. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it is very eighties. Guy sounds so homosexual to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about him. Um, well, let's. Uh, you know, I'll just I'll stick right with uh, that genre of music, and I know. And uh, this is a guy who should never sing any word that has the letter S in it. But let's hear a little of Paul Stanley from Kiss <laughs> singing a little song called Psycho Circus. Oh. Psycho Circus. Yep. Where do you hear it? Here I am. Here we are. We are one. I've been waiting for this night to come. This, this night. It's a great concert opener. 
You saw that tour. That was the Dodger Stadium one. Yeah, right? I, saw, I saw Psycho Circus. Saw I was Psycho there. Circus. That was in 3D, right? Hey, put on your glasses. Yeah, put on your glasses. You're going to get to see Ace through Rocket. I like to think of Kiss. You were at that show, too. Sammy Hagar's older brother. <laughs> you were at that show, too, at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Free and, tickets. And the uh, <laughs> Yeah, you went with uh, Joey and Diane. Yeah. And um, the Smashing Pumpkins opened. It was Halloween. Smashing? It was, smashing? It was, it was uh, Halloween night. The Smashing Pumpkins were dressed as the Beatles. Oh, okay. And uh, and that it's just. It's, I wonder what percentage of tickets were bought ironically. For that. I, I think a lot. Yeah. For Dodger Stadium on Halloween, you're like, that'll be awesome. We'll just dress up in costumes and we'll go. So yeah. Faco Circus. Let's hear some smashing pumpkins. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do you ever listen to the Mental Illness Happy Hour with Paul Gilmartin? <laughs> That's great. Uh, Kiss uh, went as Kiss. original musicians. <laughs> <laughs> There's not one name in the band he can say. He can't say Gene Simmons. Tommy, can't say Tommy Thayer, maybe. Tommy Thayer, because there's already a T H E. He goes Tommy like Sayer. He Tommy says Tommy Sayer. Sayer uh, uh, um, yeah, to that one. Eric Singer. <laughs> Peter Chris. I can say Ace Frehley. <laughs> Paul, what was your first concert? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Kiss. M&R Rush. M&R Rush. Yeah, do you remember them? They yes, were a, a, a local band. Yeah, local band. Oh, I saw oh. them at the Glenwood Theater, and I almost died. The, 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 uh, uh, Wait, literally crowd. almost. You didn't die because it was such an amazing show. You almost no, died. No, I was uh, right towards the front of the line, mm-hmm. uh, up against the glass windows, yeah. and they opened the doors, and everybody <sighs> surged forward, the and who? I thought I was going to fucking die. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was great. And Ted Holm opened for them. Oh, Remember? the comic? Yeah. Oh, my God. And I didn't realize it was him until I'd been doing stand-up about five years, and he did a bit that did he you did from that night. Oh, yeah, that's so oh funny. And I was like, oh, my God, that was you. <laughs> Ted yeah. Holm. But the first uh, bona fide uh, band that I saw, I think, might have been Rush. That was my first. Yeah. Oh, no, first. no. I'm sorry. I think it was... Um, it was either Rush or it was uh, the first ACDC tour where they opened for Aerosmith with uh, Bon Scott. Wow. It was fucking amazing. All of us ran out and bought Powerage the next, the next day. <laughs> that's, that's a, gr- that's that a good is show. amazing. Yes. Angus was on Bon Scott's shoulders walking they out. They probably blew the, Aerosmith off the stage. Blew them off the stage. Wow. Blew them off the stage. Yeah. Uh, I got, we got some, I got some shows coming up. First of all, uh, this Friday, uh, this drops on the 21st, this Thursday, the next night, Pardo and I will be in Anaheim, uh, watching the 30th anniversary of the Reckless Tour with Brian Adams. Oh, boy. Then June 3rd, uh, a gentleman across from me, him and I will be down at the... Uh, yes, we're going... This is just if you're at the show, you know, come say hi to us. Yes, we're going to go see you uh, 2 We're going to see you 2 at the Forum, if they're still, if anyone's the, still alive. Yeah, the fifth then. of their... What do you mean, if anyone's should, still alive? Well, uh, Bono had that bicycle accident, and then... Uh, oh, the, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, this was a couple months ago, and then uh, the edge fell off the stage the other night. <laughs> oh, my God. He was on the edge of the stage. He was on the edge of the stage, walked right yeah. off the edge. Too close to the edge. And then, uh, so what were you going to say, Mike, about the Forum show? Oh no, that's their fifth. Uh, there are five shows, and yeah. then that's the last one. I think that's they a, added that on. They might all cool. have broken arms. Yeah. All that day. <laughs> well, last time I saw them, they played the Rose Bowl here, and yes. there was a hundred thousand people, and that was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, they filled it with that big thing, but still, yeah, three hundred sixty. That's a lot. Yeah. Forum this will be is, more intimate. Yeah, it will be more intimate. And then Kyle, on June 9th, you and I are going to be at the Saban Theater. Uh, we're going to be seeing who? White Snake. Yeah, you know it. Oh, you wow. fucking know it. <laughs> wow. Last show I did, he played nothing but Whitesnake. It was it was horrible. 
It was a show called Title Fight where you take two songs that have the same title, but they're different songs and you pit them head to head. And I just found that Whitesnake has a ton of songs titles that other people already have not hard when it's a cliche uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i just played psycho it's your t- wait yeah it's your yeah. turn okay. uh how many choices do i have left because i want to save one uh, for the end we're probably gonna go 10 more minutes and then we'll be done so you you're good okay so i got two more yeah first guest that wants to leave <laughs> uh, every song is this it it's your second song can uh, i go now paranoid android definitely my favorite radiohead song the unborn children voices in my head. I don't know a lot of Radiohead. I don't know why I don't. I don't know a huge amount of them, mm-hmm. but uh, the stuff of theirs that, that I do like, mm-hmm. I, I really, really like. And uh, the piano player, uh, Brad Meldow, mm-hmm. does an instrumental version of this song that is amazing. And the lead singer from Radiohead, Tom York, looks like he should be in a mental institution. <laughs> he looks like he's insane. <laughs> Do you tweet a lot, Paul? Do you tweet? Not a ton, but, uh, you know, maybe uh, one or two tweets a day. Mike, what about you? You said that you would, you would tweet once a day just as a writing exercise. Yeah, you try to of. get one out. I can't, I can't be that guy just doing it all the time. Yeah, it'll come in flurries with me. Sometimes it won't be any. And then I tweeted the other day. that Don't you hate when you tweet something that you think is amazing? It gets nothing. And nothing. it gets nothing. Here's my tweet <laughs> from the other day that got three likes and that was it. Um, and here's the reason I tweeted this. I, I saw there's a new Muppet show coming on ABC. So I watched the trailer and at the end of the trailer, Statler and Walter for there and they're like, they're at a, at a preview of it and they're, they, he says, uh, he says, does this dial turn to no any more than this? He's like, I don't know. I broke mine right off. And I just thought to myself, and so I tweeted it, Statler and Waldorf, go fuck your, go fuck themselves. <laughs> Hashtag haters. <laughs> Nothing. No one liked it. Maybe people didn't see it. Well, I have three followers. Didn't you and Mike and Kyle, <laughs> didn't you guys see it? Sorry, I'll favorite that one. There again. is there is a thing, though, too. Like, like sometimes it'll be six in the morning and I'll tweet, and then by the time people, yeah. that's what the excuse I'm using. I tweet yeah. too early. I bet there's, I bet someone knows, someone like a, a, a Rob Delaney probably knows when the prime time hour is Oh, there to absolutely tweet. is. Yeah, I've talked to people is. with like uh, other websites. And what do they say? There's a the whole thing. There's certain times of day. That you should, and then when and like, retweet it. Kyle, you know you're young. You when do you, it. You do it at like a, a lunchtime during like uh, East Coast or West Coast lunchtime. Time, there you go. And then right, like right after work or towards the end of the work day, because that's when people have stopped kind of paying you, attention and they're like, "Oh, I'll check Twitter while I'm and, waiting to go home." I'm gonna try and that you as will, an experiment. You send the same tweet more than once. No, no, but um, it's always the same tweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same tweet every time. <laughs> it's gold, buddy. You don't mess with gold. Twitter. How Kids many, today, huh? Kids. Uh, who's up? You're up, Mike. Um, how many songs I'm, you got left? I got a bunch, but I, you tell me how many. Here's how we'll do it. You'll play one. I'll play one. How many more songs do you have? 
Um, one. One. And you want to use that as our play out? Yeah. Okay. So you play one. I'll play one. We'll do some. Can pro- I comment on it, though? Before you play it? Yeah. Yeah. And then we'll do some promotions, and you okay. comment on it, and then we'll play it out. Okay. I had a play out song, but so I have one left? You, yeah, you have one left. So okay. Cool. Um, well, we can play a little longer of it. This is, we lost a, uh, a giant last week. BB? BB King, who yeah. was uh, amazing. So I went back and looked at some of this stuff, and, and Eric Clapton made a little video and said, if you're not familiar with him, go check out the Live at the Regal album, which is you know, a good way to, to learn about him. So I went and looked at some stuff on there, and it's really amazing. The guy was incredible. So the Live at the Regal album is 65 so 50 years ago. Wow. And, and this is uh, probably the big song from that. It's, he also played this at Live Aid in 85. And it's called How Blue Can You Get? And uh, if you let it go for a little while, because it's only like two minutes. But um, he just fucking wails on it. His guitar and singing and, and this whole thing. Lucille so, is a widow right now. Lucille is a widow. So this is... Uh, <laughs> that, was my, that was a tweet of mine. <laughs> I seriously tweeted that. From the Live of the Regal album. And this is B.B. Uh, King. The sound of the audience. Yeah. This was sampled. Yep. Every since the day we met. Who is the band that sampled that? I say I've been down hearted, baby. Every since the day we met. Our love is nothing but the blues, woman. Evil when I'm with you And you are jealous when we're apart
we'll, we'll How play, awesome we'll, is that? We'll play it also even in death. He gets no royalties. From it. <laughs> now, why was that? Uh, was that just a tribute to him, or was that was there? What was the name of that? Was there a reason? How was blue a, can you get? Okay, and that was a that was a, a big hit for him. And it wasn't as big. I mean, everybody's playing mm-hmm. now. The biggest hit was, of course, is the thrill is gone. Mm-hmm. And I had that one to go to. But um, yeah, that was '65, and that really kind of put back, him on the map. Back when you saw black people in the audience, yeah, for, yeah, for the blues, yeah, yeah. That's I mean. Sounds great. The voice, everything. I wonder if uh, you two played um, when Love Came to Town uh, the other night when, uh, I'm when sure he passed. They, did. they were going to, and then the edge fell off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. If you, if you go to YouTube and watch the live version of that at Live Aid, mm-hmm. he uh, breaks a string during it, and then he repairs it while he's singing in the in the end. And no, the, doesn't skip a beat. Doesn't skip a beat. It's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. See, if, uh, if Keith 85. Richards breaks a string, he's down to four strings. <laughs> fucked. That's fucked why they, the they called uh, Clapton Slowhand, is when he would break a, str- a string. It would take aud- him four hours audi- to change it. No, the audience would, would slowly clap while he uh, oh, really? fixed his string. Yeah. I heard that they called him Slowhand because he would play so fast that it would actually look like his hand was moving slow. Does that make sense? Hi. You heard that, really, or are you just fucking around? Well, that's right here. Yeah. Kyle, you want to do any research on why Eric Clapton's called Slowhand? Uh, yeah, sure. What if it says C. Paul Gilmartin? The, <laughs> the uh, primitive radio gods were the people that sampled that. Oh, that's oh, right. That was it. So what else were you going to say, Paul? Um, About Slowhand, Clapton? Don't you get... In, uh, how do you not get in trouble for playing music on this, for well, copyright stuff? Well, we don't make any money. That's how. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and here's, here's, here's how I tell people that... Uh, we only play like 45 seconds a minute top. That was a long. That yeah, was long. But if you go to iTunes, mm-hmm. they let you listen to 90 seconds. Oh, okay. So, so if you keep it less than 90 I, seconds. I think so. Because yeah. what, if, what, if we would, what if we just made our play? What if we just plugged in and, play, and went to, I said, oh, play Toys and Attic. And Kyle just went to the iTunes mm-hmm. music store and played it from there. I mean, so I, I think we're okay. Cut to Pat saying the exact same thing, sitting behind a Boy. bench. Yeah. <laughs> but sweating <laughs> but I, a little bit. And I tell people, we're, we're here to promote music. Most of the emails I get are stuff like, dude, you're costing me so much money because I'm buying all these songs I've never heard before. That's and and when, when we've had artists on, they've yeah. never... You know, they've never once said, um, are you playing these songs? You know what yeah. I mean? The only guy that put up a stink was um, Greg Kinn just made me sign something that said I would not be making money from his. Mm. I'm like, Greg, no, no one's making money from Greg Kinn right now. <laughs> Greg Kinn isn't making money no. from Greg Kinn. Yeah. Uh, what do you got on slow hand? Uh, Clapton told his official biographer. Ray Coleman in the mid eighties that my nickname of Slowhand came from Giorgio Gilmartin. He was one of his Gomolski. first managers. Right? He coined it as a good pun. He kept saying I was a fast player, so he put together the slow hand clap phrase into slow hand as a play on words. Huh? I stand corrected. I think like like slow hand clap, like Eric Clapton, like slow hand, hand clap. clap. Hmm. I See, think no, we're both right. Yeah. See, white people go to therapy, uh, black people, they just have the blues. That's what they call it. <laughs> white people call it depression. Well, they always have 45. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Did you have to, like, as a guitarist, is like, do you get, because in Chicago, we, uh, you get inundated with so much blues. Does yeah. it get repetitive after a while? I found it to be, after a while, I got burned out on yeah, it. Yeah, I can't listen to, to too much blues. But there's a specific type of blues that, that I enjoy uh, hearing. Um, like uh, that ZZ Top song, Blue Jean Blues. Mm-hmm. I probably listened to that song a thousand times. That that's the kind of blues that I that I really like, where there's kind of subtlety to it. Um, 
Is that like jam bands, though? Like if you wanted to go to a bar one night, and it's always just blues, right? I, I don't like, um, like up-tempo blues, um, unless it's kind of bluesy rock. Yeah. Let's do Sweet Home Chicago for 25 um, minutes. Like, I can't stand that song. <laughs> I cannot stand it. Um, I, I have two left. I'm gonna, I was going to play Psychotherapy by the Ramones. But uh, I think I'm going to go with a, a different Queen song. This is from the uh, last album that Freddie was alive when he recorded with him from 1991. This song is called I'm Going Slightly Mad. I'm one card short of a full I'm not quite the shilly. One wave short of a shipwreck. I'm not my usual top billy. I'm coming down with a fever I'm ready out to see This kettle is burning over I think I'm a banana tree Oh dear I'm going slightly mad I'm going slightly mad it finally happened, happened, finally happened. His range was unbelievable, uh, the range of emotions that he could express. And when, when he recorded that, he was really sick uh, when they recorded this. I mean, like, he would, he never wanted to stop working, though. He goes, I'll come in and I'll sing for as long as I can, and then I'll leave, and you guys do the rest. So he was really on his last legs when Innuendo wow. came out. Wow. So uh, I'm shocked that uh, none of us uh, picked any Pink Floyd. Well, that's true, because of uh, Sid Barrett. Yeah, I thought you guys would pick it, so I didn't pick anything from Wish You Were Here. Well, you know, stop uh, assuming what I'm going to do. <laughs> Comfortably <laughs> Numb is still, uh, as much as it's overplayed, is still an awesome song. I can't yeah. say that word. Comfortably? I, that is a really hard word for say me it. to say. Say it. Comfort. See, I really have to think about <laughs> yeah. it. Comfortably. I can't say it comfortably. I can barely say it. it. Yeah. What if I said numb? (laughs) (laughs) Do it as Paul Stanley, then you can say it. Let me tell you something. One of my favorite songs about Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) (laughs) When if you have trouble with a word, just do Paul. That's I, I, that's what I do from now on. Even (laughs) even like if I'm out, like I'm in the post office, I need some stamps. Uh, let's do some promoting then Paul you can play us out thank okay. you for being here yeah pleasure. Pleasure. the I mental illness happy hour is the podcast how many episodes do you have uh, uh, 225 I think and at one point I talked to you I said Paul do you record in advance I go because I have like three episodes in the can right now and you told me like you had like 20 episodes in the can <laughs> more than that probably 45 you 45 episodes recorded yeah when are those going to see the, I, are you going to put up two some won't some won't see the light, and I warn uh, all my guests that I can't promise their episode mm-hmm. will ever air because then it gives you know one of the fears I have is it's going to become repetitive. Yeah, and so I like to be able to have a real variety to choose from to to pick what to, to air. This week's episode I recorded two years ago. Wow, two years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you pass away, can I put up these put these up and charge money? <laughs> yes, that's cool, right? Sure. All right. Um, and where can we find you? Where can we find the podcast? Uh, at iTunes, just search. Oh, really, Mental- Paul? It's on iTunes, <laughs> and, or you can go to the website there you go. mentalpod.com. And on Twitter, you and the podcast are where at mentalpod, and and you yourself on iTunes. I mean, on Twitter. What's yeah, your- I, I I haven't 
tweeted as Gil Martini in probably two years. Okay, so yeah. you always tweet out of uh, MentalPod. At, at MentalPod. Yeah. Mike, where are you at? Uh, TravelTalesPodcast.com and FunnyMike.com and TravelTalesPod on Twitter and FunnyMike on Twitter. And Mike, I'm going to uh, London, Dublin, and Italy this summer. Love I, them all. Pretty soon, I might have gone to enough places that maybe... You could do, do I, the show, I, I could do your guest. Yeah, I could be, be a great. guest on your show. You could always do it. I've been to Canada <laughs> and Mexico. Oh, see. So... You know who else has been there? David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth is going loco. Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter at Kyle Dotson Funny. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me at Pat underscore Francis. Uh, if three of you could retweet something, that'd be cool. You can find the show at Rock Solid Show. Uh, you can go to rocksolidpodcast.com to read Andrew Rich's show notes. And uh, thanks everyone for uh, donating. Again, uh, at rocksolidpodcast.com, there's a donation button there. $20 or more, and I will send you the Live from the Rock Solid Studios uh, CD. Also, thank you to Glenn K. Amo for doing this week's artwork. And uh, Paul? And, and, yes, the, and the fall cover. And the fall <laughs> cover. Glenn, you did a great job. I hope, uh, I hope uh, you make a lot of money off that. Uh, Paul, play us out. What do you got to play us out? And thank you for being here, and thank you, Mike, and thank you, Kyle. Uh, the last selection, Kyle. This, I think, is one of the greatest moments in rock and roll history. It's uh, the first song on the first Black Sabbath album, a song called Black Sabbath. And it is one of the... You're playing it, right? Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Because it's rain for like the first 20 seconds. (laughs) And a church bell. It's so fucking ominous. Didn't they record this album in like seven days, too? Two days. I've had to pee for an hour, and this is not helping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, and this is the first time that you've heard the devil note uh-huh. used as more than just a passing note, where they they really lay on it. And that devil note, y- yeah, you'll you'll hear dong dong dong. That's considered the devil note, and uh, it's it's the first time you've really heard it. And how does this relate to our topic today? Ozzy's crazy. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I could have freaked crazy train and the vision that he sees in front of him, which oh, he okay. describes. Excellent. When he says, no, no, God, please help me, it's one of the, I get chills every time. <laughs> and this is, this is considered the birth of heavy metal. Yes, that is true. you got to assume when this was first heard back then, people were like, what the fuck is going oh, yeah. on here? Lester Bangs hated it. Tony Iommi is missing a finger, right? Uh, tips of his fingers. Tips of two fingers. Uh, from a, he worked in a sheet metal factory. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Lester Bangs hates my bangs. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this that stands before me? <laughs> so fucking great. <laughs> is this really singing? like this, Kyle? Where do you fucking see Whitesnake, buddy? <laughs> it just builds. Turn quick and start to run. Hey, like us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs>